Hello and welcome back to Little MB. <laughs> well, I've finally plowed through future crimes. And to sum it up, we're screwed. <laughs> oh man, it's basically about hacking, internet security, uh, invasion of privacy by companies and government, and by other people, actually. It's pretty sad. The, the, the scariest thing is, this book was published in February of 2015. So, as I discuss some of these things, imagine how much worse it is seven years later. So, basically, it talked a bit about Tor, which... There's so many abbreviations when it comes to this crap. I'm not even going to come close to remembering most of them. So, Tor is essentially the dark web. And there is a place called Crimazon, which is a play on Amazon, where people can go and purchase hacks. In all kind, I mean, you can purchase hitmen, there's kid porn, there's live rape shows involving women of age and children, where people, it's done like pay-per-view, where people can, now this I don't think is on crime is on itself, but regardless, it's on the dark web, where you can put in requests for what you want to see happen. To said victim. I mean, it's it's some sick shit. But essentially, nobody's safe and anybody can be hacked. Government, corporations, I mean, it's just nonstop. It's endless. So... Once again, keep in mind this is published in 2015. But apparently, Russia and China both have our complete power grid mapped out by hacking. They haven't done anything yet, but it is mapped out just in case of the event of war. So, if we go to war with one of these two countries, they potentially have the ability to completely crash the American power grid. Which, come on. We saw what happened down in Texas when they were without power for two or three days with that ice storm. And it may have been a week, but regardless... Imagine that happening now when we already got shortages and issues with our supply chain. We would be screwed. We would lose millions of people due to starvation, not to mention murder and things of that nature. Because people are going to kill to take other people's food, plain and simple. So yeah. That by itself is pretty terrifying. 
But one of the things that I will say what the abbreviation is, is IOT. It's Internet of Things. What this essentially means is smart refrigerators, stoves, and yes, even light bulbs, thermostats. These can be hacked. And they are set up with cameras and microphones to video and record us in our homes. It is to gather information on us and sell information. Essentially, the data brokers who gather all this shit and sell it to advertisers and whoever else is willing to pay for it. So it's, it's pretty sad. They actually found, I want to say it was 2012 in Congress, there was information they found getting leaked to China. And what tipped them off to this hack was there was a glitch in the hack itself and printers just started printing page after page of information in Chinese characters. Come to find out, it was a digital thermostat with Wi-Fi capabilities is how they were able to hack and get the back door into the rest of the information within Congress. And, I mean, don't, don't be too alarmed. We're doing this to other people, too. Plain and simple. You know we are. Snowden, even, that was part of his whistleblowing, was letting the world know that we had hacked quite a bit of stuff from Russia and China, as well as other countries. But all these things that we have are easily hackable and they are put in place to spy on us to begin with by the companies selling it to us one of the big things is the tos the terms of service that everybody accepts and never reads back in when this was written the terms of service for facebook said they, they essentially said, well, we'll never do it, but you're giving us permission to read your text messages. Not your messages on Messenger, but your text messages. One of the perfect things is that th this guy says is these things, Services like Google with Gmail and Google Now and Facebook, they claim it's free, but it's not free because we have paid with our privacy. There is literally nothing we do that is not collected and stored. Europe has regulations regarding what companies are allowed to collect on people and how long they're allowed to keep the information, which I believe is two years in the EU. No such thing in America.
something else we found out through Snowden's whistleblowing is, is there's a good reason for this. It's because the NSA has hacked Facebook and Google itself and stolen information on us. They have also purchased information from data brokers. So don't think we're going to get help from the government because they're enjoying this. They're getting to benefit from this invasion of privacy. And it's gotten to a point, at one point in time in the early 2000s, you could say, well, it's your fault, don't go online. And no, we don't have to do Facebook, but that's the thing. You give permission to these companies to access your contacts in your phone. So, for example, even if I didn't have Facebook, they would still be able to create a file on me by obtaining my phone number and contact information through somebody else's phone who does have Facebook. Any pictures of me that they put on Facebook or whatever. You know, it's... We've all given it to them. But it's gotten to a point now to where you essentially have to be online. Like, I'm on disability, and I was, like, I, I had the option taken away from me to get a paper check. I always wanted the paper check. I'll sign it and walk to the bank. I preferred it that way. But no, to save money, they're going to direct deposit. That's electronic. That puts my information online. And don't get me wrong, I'm not sitting here claiming that that's the reason why I gave in and got Facebook or any of the other crap. But I mean, it's one of those things to where, like PayPal, for example, I got a credit line on there. And at one point in time, I, I had used it to send money to people that was needing some help. And at one point in time, I could call to make payments. I didn't have to have my bank information on PayPal. Not as, not a lot, you know. At, at that time, I had some credit card that was almost maxed anyway. So, you know, go ahead and take it. You know, where are you going to get if you time it right, right after my minimum payment at the time, you, you could have got a hundred bucks, but it got to a point to where the only thing I could do is upload my bank information and make payments online. So all of that is out there. PayPal has been hacked. You know, it's, it's absolutely terrifying because you don't have to know computer code. I mean, 
in movies, they always portray these hackers doing all this fancy shit. The fact is, you don't have to be a hacker. You can go to this Crimazon and buy hacking software. There was some 12-year-old kid, I believe it was in Poland, that got some of it and actually hacked the rail system and actually caused a couple train wrecks. Because he was switching trains and stuff like that, he thought it was funny. Everything is online. And I think that's damn terrifying. The fact that we just keep putting more and more online and have no backup scenario. And I was kind of vindicated with part of the book. Because once my free trial on a new computer runs out with Norton or McGaffey or whatever it is, I will not get any more antivirus software because it is useless. And according, according to this book, and this is a former law enforcement agent. He started out at the LAPD and worked on some international stuff. He, he was in global cyber crimes. The dude knows what he's talking about. And it's just absolutely, to me, it's just absolutely terrifying. But these antivirus programs like McGaffey and Norton Utilities can only combat 5% of the viruses and malware and, shit, and Trojan horses and all that shit that's out there. I'm surprised it's that high. Because my deal was, like I said, turns out I was right on it is they have no idea what's going to be out until it's out. It's not like they can set up some kind of crazy firewall that's not going to leave any back doors. Because if you're going online, there's a, at least one back door. You're, you're exposing yourself. There's certain things that you can do to minimize it. You know, as far as encrypting emails, texts, things like that. But all these passwords and stuff like that, <laughs> they were outdated back when this book was written. Because people can rent computing power, processing power on the clouds. Whether that's still available or not, I don't know. But would it that amount of processing power made it possible for hackers to use brute force to crack passwords? And they apparently have their own digital wallet containing something like 1.2 billion passwords. So, who knows? You know, it, it's just fucking terrifying. Just terrifying.
That's not even getting into the worst of the crap, man. Not even getting into the worst. Think about drones. Any idiot can buy them. And there was a situation in Seattle, and maybe it's changed. I honestly don't think it has, just from some of the shit that I've seen and heard on the news online. But this woman thought she heard a weed whacker right outside her second story window. This was in Seattle. Opens it up, and there's a freaking four-bladed helicopter drone sitting outside her window, videoing the house and yard. Husband goes outside, finds out it's the next door neighbor. He tells him to knock it off. The guy says, I don't have to. And legally, he didn't because of a 1946 Supreme Court decision that said that airspace is public space. So even though if he would have walked onto their property, he could have been arrested for trespassing, he's not arrested for it with the drone. There was a plot in 2008 where this Muslim ended up getting radicalized and he was going to use three drones to crash the Pentagon and two to hit the Pentagon, one to hit the, the Capitol, loaded with grenades and explosives. These things he bought were $3,000 a piece, and they were either like on like one-tenth on scale or one-twelfth on scale of an F-14 and would fly 160 miles an hour. Now, as it turned up, he was set up by the FBI, and so obviously he was stopped before it happened, but it can be done. I find that fucking terrifying. Then there's robotics. This uh, author, Mark Goodman, met with a guy, I believe in 2009, I don't remember his name, but he was one of the first to get a true robotic prosthetic arm to wear sensors on his actual arm, was able to detect the electric movement of muscles and some, or something like that and was able to move his hand around. Pick stuff up, use it just like a hand. It was connected through Wi-Fi to his phone. Goodman said the guy about shit himself when he found out, guess what, if somebody hacks your phone, they can take control of your arm. They've got medical devices hooked to Wi-Fi, such as pacemakers and uh, internal uh, defibrillators. And they're hooked to Wi-Fi, so if something starts going wrong, real-time information getting sent to the doctor, they can call the patient and have them come in immediately for treatment. Problem is, and the guy didn't kill anybody, but the hacker demonstrated he could take control of people's pacemakers and give them a jolt of 830 volts straight to the heart if he wanted to. 
uh, I don't remember what it's called. It, it's some kind of uh, maybe an endocrine pump, something like that. It's for people with diabetes and this internal pump gives the body insulin as needed. Well, it's hooked to Wi-Fi. This guy had the capability of releasing all the insulin at once into the system, which would obviously kill somebody without immediate medical treatment. And this is actually such a real fear that when Dick Cheney got his pacemaker put in, they took out the Wi-Fi shit. They took all that stuff out so it couldn't be hacked. Not that anybody would want to take out Dick Cheney. Then there's robotics. Not just us, but terrorist organizations have demonstrated the ability, and once again, eight years ago, they had a remote control driven truck with a tripod mounted machine gun in the back, and they demonstrated it online, how well it worked. We got stuff 10 times creepier than that. 10 times creepier than that. Guess what? That shit can be hacked. One of our own drones that was weaponized was hacked by people in Iran. And we didn't know what happened until we saw it on the news. Because part of the hack was it appeared to us the drone was going back to its base in Afghanistan. However, it actually went right into the arms of the Iranians. And they were able to get all that technology from us. <coughs> Want to hear something really terrifying now? I mean, in all honesty, Google, their CEO, what was his name back then? Schmidt, I think. I believe his name was Schmidt. He was interviewed on the news about their taking all of our information. And he said, well, if people have a problem with it, then maybe then that means they're probably doing something they shouldn't be. That's his excuse for being able to like take all of our stuff, spy on us and everything else. They got caught with those map cars, the ones that automatically, you know, they were the automatically driving cars, kind of like what Tesla's made that went around mapping everything. They were stealing Wi-Fi passwords, stealing all kinds of data and information from people. Well, just don't be doing anything you shouldn't be. I mean, how freaking arrogant is that? And guess what? 
as of 14, 2014, they've bought at least eight robotic companies. Think about the potential threat with that. With their money, their information and knowledge, robotics being able to use, be used for weapons, and we're allowing Google to do it? Because if I'm not mistaken, one of the companies that they purchased did develop that kind of shit for the military. I mean, to me, this is just terrifying shit. This this makes me want to even more so. I already, like, if I ever get off my ass and try to get these books published and I actually work, guess what? I already planned on moving into the middle of nowhere. Doing what I can to live off the land. This makes me want to do it. This might be what I needed to get off my ass and get it done. Yeah, and it's making me sound like a Luddite. But you need to stop and think about that shit. The, The amount of power these people have over us. Because it isn't just that. I don't know if you remember back in the day, Target got hacked. And millions and millions of people's personal information, along with credit cards and debit cards, were stolen from them. What made that so freaking bad is guess what? They're storing all that information, and they didn't even have it encrypted in case of a hack. Just there for the hackers to take. As of 2014, 95% of the ATMs in this country were still running on Windows XP, even though years before... Microsoft quit making security updates for it. There was a big hack on that. There were there was some I forget how many people they used, but they printed off all these fake cards. People on this Crimazon or whatever on the dark web obtained them. And then over 27, throughout 27 countries over a 10-hour period, people were just going and getting money out of ATMs. Over that 10-hour period, $45 million was taken. Because that's that's, that makes it even more scary to me. If it isn't bad enough that Google and Facebook and all this shit has taken our information and doing whatever the hell they want, selling it to whoever they want, they can't even stop stop people from hacking them. 
<clears throat> and yeah, call me a Luddite, but guess what? I think that there's certain things that should not be online. If it is that easy for people to hack and for governments to shut down grids, people could shut down grids. And if it's that damn easy, then guess what? Maybe our power grid should not be online. Maybe they should go back to the old school. Maybe it's more costly. Maybe it's not as efficient. But I think in a case like that, we can sacrifice. Because guess what? People actually hacked the Houston water treatment facility and blew one of their pumps by turning it on and off so much so frequently it actually blew one of the pumps and caused all kinds of issues I mean this stuff is real threats it's it's not a freaking joke I wish I'd have never read the fucking book Ignorance is bliss. I've talked about that before. <laughs> but I mean, and see, this is the thing too. You, you know, when it comes to the robotics and stuff like that. Well, well guess what? We're, we're not the only country doing it. Other countries are doing the robotic thing too for weapons. In a sense, it's not a matter of one day you're going to find yourself facing down an army of robots. That day's here if that war comes. Because they can present whatever image they want of terrorists being a bunch of camel jockeys out in the desert and mountains and this, that, and the other. Well, guess what? Those camel jockeys are more tech-savvy than the overwhelming majority of us. And that's where they get a lot of their funding, is through hacking financial information from people. And they've actually gotten better at it because before, they just cl clean out people's accounts. Obviously, that's noticeable. But they found out, you know what, if I just do a hundred million people and just take two or three dollars from each, they're just going to question whether or not they had that two or three dollars and people aren't going to put up, you know, even if they know that they're missing two or three dollars, most people aren't going to put up a fuss about two or three dollars. So a lot of it's just going un unreported because most people don't even know. I mean, it's, everything's out there. Like I said, with all the Google services that are free, and I, trust me, I got four or five Gmail accounts. Because I use them for different things. Every, every time I order something, whether it's Amazon or... Athletic greens or whatever. It doesn't matter. If I order something, it goes to a specific email address. Job-related stuff goes to another email address. 
I've got the email address for this. And granted, I, I had this email address before I started using it for this podcast. But then I got a Seeking God with Blind Eyes email address that's for my other podcast. And I have another one as well that I was, back when I <laughs> I created it for business purposes, once I uh, became the personal trainer, which obviously went nowhere. Nobody wants a blind personal trainer. <laughs> but, you know, it's shit. You know, I'm not judging. I've got five of them. And yeah, if you, I, I can see where you'd think that's ridiculous, but for me not being able to see, it's a lot easier for me knowing when I go into a certain email account, what's going to be there. It makes it easier to sort through email. <clears throat> and in a sense, it doesn't matter. You know, they're not getting any extra information out of me because I got five instead of one. But I mean, hell, back in the day, I had emails through multiple companies. I had Gmail. I had Yahoo. I had one through my cable company. I think, can't remember if I had a Hotmail one or not. But I, I was taking certain emails with each company because I was able to just get my name. Because it was a unique enough na last name in that nobody else had it. So, how, how many people was I giving that information to? And it's all free. Even though it's not. And the thing is, it, I, who knows, he quotes so many people in this book, but one of them had made the comment that back then at least, on average, they were making $8 a year per person, say Facebook was, to the advertisers. And the guy said, hell, I will pay you $12 a year, just leave me alone. I'd do that. <laughs> Actually, I don't know that I would, because the fact is, is I, I just don't trust them. Because like I said, the, the terms of service, I don't know if I stated this before or not, but they said, like they had a statistic for back then, the number of things people clip, click accept on for terms of service with all the things that they sign up for or download or whatever. If they were to read all of the terms of service for each thing on average, a person would spend 76 hours reading them. Who's going to do that? They're specifically designed so we won't read them. It's so ridiculous. Some game company, online game company back in the day, just to see if anybody was paying attention to the TOS was... They, they basically said, you know, by clicking accept, you are selling your soul to us. You know, and had some little spiel. And, thousand, and they did it for one day just to see, and thousands of people clicked accept because nobody read it.
we literally do not know what we're clicking accept to. And like I said, the government don't give a shit because they are benefiting from it. But the thing is, it's getting to a point to where it doesn't matter because at some point you'll need a new television. Are you going to be able to get one that doesn't come equipped with a camera and a freaking microphone? You know, there, were, there was a story of... I can't remember where it was. I think it was in 2012 or 13, something like that. Kid gets called to the principal's office. At his school, they provided MacBooks to all the students. Well, the principal said she knew he was dealing drugs and showed a picture of this kid like 14 years old, sitting in his bedroom with a handful of different colored pills. So he goes home and tells his parents, apparently the camera, they reserved the right to turn it on in case of stolen or lost MacBook so they could locate it. They were obviously spying on these kids in their bedrooms and come to find out, guess what? The kids just happened to like Mike and Ike Candy. We're already living in a frickin' dictatorship, I'm telling you. We just don't know it. I didn't know how right I was back in the day. And I mean, I've, I've said this since my 20s. We're only as free is they allow us to be. Our freedom's an illusion. Because at any time, they can just take it. Then, for you folks who invest in the stock market, something that ought to make you feel comfortable, unless you handle the stuff yourself, but even so... It can't make you feel very comfortable. I think it's called HFT. Some kind of transactions. Companies are using algorithms to pay attention to things. And I believe they said 70% of the transactions in our stock markets are handled by these automated things. So when, when you're like your 401k, you know you're invested like with a bunch of other people and stuff like that, it's not somebody sitting and paying attention to the stock market. That's not what it is. It's these algorithms that are designed to pay attention to certain press releases and things like that. The Syrian Electronic Army 
they actually got put on the FBI's most wanted list and got declared a terrorist organization after this. Actually hacked the AP 2013, 14, somewhere in that neighborhood and actually put out a tweet that there were two explosions in the White House and Obama was severely wounded. This algorithm spots this and immediately starts selling off stock. Companies lost $136 billion in three minutes because of an algorithm. Hence why the SCA, Syrian Electronic Army, got declared terrorist afterwards. Because they, they, were, they were smart enough to claim credit. White, white people would pull shit like that and then claim credit. I, I, I don't know. When the same technology they're using can drop a freaking missile through their window, it just baffles me. And the thing is, a lot of these holes that are allowing hackers in is plain and simple, piss poor coding on new software. Zuckerberg himself said something along the lines of, what fun is it if you don't break things from time to time? People have this high demand for the latest and greatest software and so these programmers are just cranking shit out to get it off the shelves. And as long as it's functional, they don't give a shit. And it, that's, that's what's creating a lot of the holes that allow these things to be so hackable. They don't have airtight coding. And we're talking millions and millions of lines of code for the software we're using now. They're just cranking this shit out to get it out. Apparently, it was... What was it? How do you say it? that the code for most of this software has code patches basically just to make it runnable. It said it was the equivalent of duct tape holding this shit together. And I mean, that's the thing. You can put a piece of tape over the camera on your TV, on your laptop. You can do it on your phone. But that that's the whole crapper. You can't do it on the microphone. I mean, what are you going to do with that? Unless you know how to dismantle your monitor or television and take the damn thing out. It's not necessarily what they see you doing. It's what they hear you saying. <laughs> and I've said it before on my podcast. Lori Foster 
was the name in a song. Doc Watson singing Tom Dooley. Gave the woman a name of Lori Foster. An hour or two later when I got on Facebook, however long it was, I don't remember now. Could have been 20 minutes, could have been an hour or two. It was the same day. A page come, a suggested page for me to follow comes through my newsfeed for a Lori Foster. That was because of a song I listened to on YouTube. My aunt's husband. And this computer that I'm getting ready to talk about is 15 years old at least. At least. But my mom was talking to my aunt on the phone because my aunt's husband had some major surgery on his legs and they need a stool lift. One of those raised seats you put on your toilet. She needs one with handles. And my mom was talking to her about it because when my mom got her knee rebuilt, got or replaced, we had to have one of those for her until she got good, flexible enough and strong enough she could actually sit all the way down. And my mom had ordered two just to see which one would work best. And something happened to where one of them didn't get sent back. So she's like, you know, you can use it. But my aunt's like, well, if not if it doesn't have handles, yada, yada, yada. 20 minutes later, my mom sits down while she's letting some spaghetti sauce simmer and gets on the computer, this old desktop, like I said, at least 15 years old. And the first thing that comes through her Facebook news feed is an ad for stool risers. I mean, that's just fucking disgusting to me. It's just sad. And it's all connected. Phones are, my phone's connected to my computer because iTunes. I've bought books and music and stuff like that through the iTunes store. And well, guess what? I want it backed up on my external hard drive, which is connected to my desktop computer. So just the other day, I transferred purchases. It's linked. Somebody could get access to my computer by hacking my phone. I mean, that's essentially the state of it. So there's really no point. Because it's getting to where I'm just turning in a rant about shit. <laughs> just give an example after example of essentially the same thing. So either way, I'd suggest getting the book. Like I said, it's outdated and it's still terrifying. Because you know things ain't gotten any better. So, uh, questions, comments, concern. Anyways, it's Future Crimes by Mark Goodman. So, I, I'd suggest reading it. It's, it's a long book. It's, like I said, the audio book was between 19 20 hours. So, it's a long book. So, most people aren't going to do like me and sit and power through the damn thing. But, either way, I'd, I'd suggest reading it. Especially if you're interested in such things. But um, questions, comments, concerns about anything, don't hesitate to hit me up. LittleMB6580 at gmail.com. Until next time, y'all take care.